Welcome, everybody, to the Investing or Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Ileana Mike, and I'm here with my trusty and loyal co-host, a.k.a. Dow 30K. Let's call him a.k.a. Dow 35K pretty soon. Colin Santucci, how are you today? Um, great. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing real well. Let's get real quick to the indexes here. The Dow Jones Industrial Average sitting at 32,778. The NASDAQ is sitting at 13,318, 319, I'm sorry. And the S&P is sitting at 3,943. The Russell 2,000, 2,352. And the VIX is sitting at just shy of 21. What's going on with our market? What's going on with crypto? What's going on with bonds? We're going to talk about all these things today, folks. The 10-year bond now yielding 1.62% and the U.S. 30 your treasury note is sitting at 2.337. Interest rates are flying up. Inflation's flying up. Whoa, you would think that would be a downturn for the market. A little bit in tech, but everything else is flying. Now, here's my thinking. What's going on? Why is the market at all-time highs? Well, we have this $1.9 billion trillion stimulus package. And not all of it's getting thrown at the market, but there is a lot of money that people are going to start picking up real quick here. They're starting to hit the bank accounts. What I'm seeing on social media and what I'm seeing on everything is that people are asking all over, what do I put this money to? Some people will be putting this money toward bills. The people that have been hit hard by the pandemic, the people that have been hard hit hard by the businesses that they no longer enjoy, people that have been outworking that no longer want to go back to work or whatever. A lot of this is going to be free money to some people that really didn't need it. What are they going to do with it? They're going to gamble with it. Some of them are going to take it on vacation. There's huge pent up demand right now. I'm going on vacation and I noticed that I had changed my plans. Instead of going to Vegas, my wife, I'm now going to Florida. Well, when I made these plans over in January, I was buying I was buying tickets for 50 bucks on Southwest. Those same airfares are now $250 per, per one-way ticket. It's gone up 200%. People don't care. They're buying it. So what I'm trying to get at, folks, is I think this bull market's got another run. I think that it's being front-run right now by hedge funds who think that as soon as this 1400 starts hitting bank accounts, especially with the younger generation, they're going to put it in the market. Even if it's fractional shares on Robinhood, even if it's buying one share of Tesla, or, or even if they're buying Bitcoin, they'll take it and put it into something. They don't care because it's free money to them. Now, I'm hearing a lot of people saying, what do I do with half of it? I'm getting a $1,400 check. I want to put $700 somewhere. I think they're just going to throw darts. I really am. And I think the market is front running this. I really do. In other words, hedge funds are getting ahead of it saying, you know what? Come on in. When did they pull the rug? I don't know. There's going to be a rug pull. When it happens, I don't know. And it could be after all the stimulus hits, maybe toward the end of the month, maybe toward the 1st of April, maybe the sell in May go away, comes into play. But that's what I think is happening. And yes, we have a lot of inflation. Um, inflation is hitting the tape pretty hard. The 
The year-over-year inflation was at 2.7%. Um, that, to me, spells trouble in the near future. I think that you're going to see another 2% inflation year-over-year by next year. Um, I'm going to let my colleague talk here, and that's what I think is happening. Yes, short-term bull run. So I did, uh, I downloaded a compound calculator app on my phone last night. Okay. So if this individual that gets his $1,400 STEMI check wants to put $700 in the S&P 500 index fund mm-hmm. and they set it up as a uh, dividends reinvest, uh, so and they save $20 a month on top of that. So they put $20 a month on top of the $700 they put in. In 15 years on an 8% return, they got $9,000. Just letting you know. You're figuring it at what you we don't what even was, have to talk about that. I was just letting you know. What no, but you're saying you're 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 saying how much return on our money per year? Uh eight percent return on that's, average for fifteen year app for fifteen years. Yeah. That's I'm quite high. Eight percent. Well, you know, you gotta remember I added two percent in dividend money. Oh, so I see. I'm including dividends and they're reinvesting oh, okay. that dividend. Okay. So maybe so you're only the average six, return six. Yeah. I was just going to say 6% return. The yeah. average. It's the still average high. Re- I agree with you. It oh, could yeah. be still high after what we've had the last few years. Well, I don't think you're going to be seeing these 10% returns uh, on the market uh, year over year. Uh, the normal return is usually anywhere from sometimes between three and 5%. It depends upon the sector. So, I mean, an S&P return is usually about 3 to 4%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, if you average it out over like 20-some years, that's what it's usually comes out. I thought it be. was more like 8 to 10. No, that's been the last remember. 10. Yeah, the last 12 years have been like that. Yeah, right, right. You're not going to get, I mean, if you look at the average over 30 years, you'll see it averaging 4 to 5, like I said, 4 to 5%, which okay. is not bad. Sure. And that's, yeah. just, that's just saying here. Here you go. It's S&P. better than uh, 1.64%. Correct. The 10 year. Correct. But that's going to creep up. That I think it's up to two and a half percent by the time you're, by the time next year hits around, when we're talking one year from now, you will see the 10 year at two and a half percent. Now, uh, I'll take the uh, two and a half. Yeah. Hang, hang yeah. on one second. Welcome back, folks. Yeah. Um, I was so, going to say I was going to take the under, but I disagree with that. I would maybe agree with you on that. That the 10-year bond will be sitting at 25 Yeah, I don't think that's not really that far away. I don't think that would collapse the market either. Oh. Um, you know, know once, about- you, once you get closer to uh, 19, once you get closer to that 5 4%, then I'd be a little nervous. <laughs> Well, it's really a change in trajectory uh, compared to overall our 10 year. Um, so, well, it won't, it, it's it, at two and a half percent, it'll look pretty attractive, in my opinion. Yeah, but I still think stocks are, are a better, more attractive at that point. Well, then you're, you know, then, then what now, you're saying, then what you're saying, two and a half, it depends how quick we get there, too. Oh yeah, but here's the thing: if you 
you'll have more percentage of people taking money out of stocks than they would be going into stocks and putting more percentage into bonds because now they're paying at, they're paying a decent yield. So what I'm trying to say is that right now everybody's putting a lot of money into stocks because they're supposedly yielding better. So my point being is you're going to, there's going to be a lot of selectiveness going on. Now, if you're getting a four or 5% dividend on a Microsoft, yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're going to stick with the Microsofts, but anybody that's not paying a dividend, those stocks are going to get sold, sold off. And they're going to go putting half of that money back into the 10 year. Dividends, I think are the, are the key right now. I really do. I think that value is the key. I think that tech may, maybe plateauing a little bit for the next year or so. I don't see tech going, just going up 10 or 15% this year. I don't see that. I think the banks, I think that energy, I think that defensive names are going to outplay the tech sector this year for the rest of 2021. I do believe that. I think you're, I think the airlines have moved too much. I think these travel stocks they have moved too much. I do believe they're a good play, but I think that maybe if you get a little correction in them, you might want to nibble at them. Uh, I think that everything was front run into our economy. And yes, I do believe our economy is going to take off like a, a bat out of hell, but will it get back to the January, to the January, uh, to the 19 level or, or the, the late 2019 level where we were before the pandemic, I think that's going to take a while. And I think it's all also going to depend on employment coming back. We still have bad unemployment. We still have an unemployment that's really not six and a half, more like 10. So I, I, I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm a perma bull. I'm, I'm a short-term bull right now, maybe for the next three, four weeks, maybe in that. And then I want to see exactly how much of that was stimulus money and how much of that was front run and what, and what the market decides it wants to start taking off at a certain point. It's like, if you know a bunch of people are going to come in, of course, you're going to buy stocks because you're saying that's it, man, these guys, I know, I know they're going to run up. I know they're going to run it up because there's a lot of money coming and every, and every, every kid and every, everybody's going to want to at least put half of their money into the market, man. I put 700 bucks into the market. Yeah. Let it go. That's nothing. What's mm -hmm. going to happen. It's going to go fly. It's going to fly. And if you know that you're buying ahead of that, that's what mm -hmm. they've been doing the last week. They've been buying ahead of it. So what you're doing is if you're putting your $700 in the market, Prepare to lose half, but you won't care. What do you care? So I let it go. I'll see you in 10 years, which. Well, that's what we did. We did a 15 year period and yeah. that person that doesn't do anything and, and we average 8%, uh, you know, he's, he's making 10, uh, he'll have 10 grand from 700 bucks on an 8% average return. And he's, that's pretty good. I mean, it is. It, it would be a shame for someone to get weak hands in the middle of a sell-off if you put your I know. stimulus money in. You know? I think there's been too many people that have made a lot of money in this market right now. And greed is starting to take over. And greed will take over for the next couple of months. And I don't have a, and you're right. I think it will. But I also think that it's getting too easy.
I also think it's just getting too easy to just start doing this. Start doing what? To just make money in the market for just throwing money at it. It's too easy. It's not, that's not how it works. It takes years, 20, 30 years. Not just three or four. Do you know how many millionaires have been made in the past year from either options playing or, or just day trading? It's been unbelievable. Even billionaires in the last couple of years here have just been trading off of tweets, have been trading off of social media, have been trading off of whatever the other guys doing mm. oh it's going to continue I, I believe you i just i guess i don't i think, don't know I, when i it's don't follow stop. what the traders i, I well, try not to follow what the traders are really trading yeah i know, you know but your philosophy has worked and even if even if your philosophy even if your portfolio got cut in half tomorrow you are not going to sell of course not but you're maybe right. i put a little more money in than i normally would or something i would that's add, fine I usually add on like major downturns, you know, during COVID people were, what were people doing? Uh, yeah. March, this is March 14th. So right. March 14th, we're I thought I was exactly a year ago. Okay. So March 14th, the market was down maybe 15, 10%. Right. At that point. And um, I think we got right to 20% and stopped. Or real close to it. Well, the NASDAQ was down like 30%, but yeah like the Dow Jones and stuff. I think they, they probably the, hit I think the March 23rd. They hit a, a bottom March 20th, March 23rd. They had a bottom The S and P right. and the Dow. Yeah. Right. Well, the whole market did, but anyway, you know, I was buying on the way down like a hot shot, uh, thinking that we would recover eventually, but I didn't know when the bottom would be. So mm -hmm. after once we were down 10%, then I put some money in down 15%, put some money in 20%, put some, like I kept doing it. And then when we came back up and bounced, uh, that's when I did not put any more uh, money in for a while. But, right. you know, that somebody that was would have been cost averaging over the long term, they would beat my strategy anyway. Oh, yes, um, they would have. So. Right. Well, and then you then you then all of a sudden this Reddit trade started happening and the meme stock meme stops trades, and all that yeah. stuff. Bitcoin took Euphoria off. All over the place. There's froth all over the place. There is it. froth everywhere. And do I think yeah. it's going to continue? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I don't think it continues like crazy like it did for the last six months. Mm -hmm. I think it goes crazy in the next couple of months because of all the money that's going to that, that that smart people go there's going to be a lot of money coming that's why this whole week went nuts because they're front running the market it always happens like the casinos this is how the casinos work the casinos know now that they've been getting whacked all year long and all of a sudden there's another $1400 coming to people's pockets all right some people, not everybody's going to join the market, but there'll be people out there that'll go to the casino or they're going to go on a vacation or whatever. So there is pent up demand coming. The casinos know it. You think they won't tighten up their little slot machines? Absolutely. Vegas right now is jam packed for the end of this month. Just jam packed. My wife's going on a vacation to Vegas. I'm going to Florida. She called up 
yesterday to see if she could get a room for somebody. They said, sorry, gone. They're all sold out. They know what's about to happen. And they jacked up airfares. They've jacked up room prices. They jacked up everything. So anybody that says there's no inflation, anybody that says that all of that is crazy. Everything is going up absolutely crazy. And people are willing to pay it. That's the point. So they're willing to pay it. Mm -hmm. They want out. Now, yeah. they only want out because they've been stuck in for a year. All right. How long does this last? Maybe three, four months through the summer. And then all of a sudden, people are going to go, I'm not paying it no more. You know what? That's getting too high. Because when we get back to that normal thing, then people are going to realize, wow, I actually paid $600 to go on a round trip ticket to Florida when two, two years ago, it was only cost me half. Things don't come down, man. Things don't come down in price. I'm afraid yeah, I, that we're going to have high inflation, very high inflation in the next couple of weeks. I'll tell you what I did. I'll tell you what was crazy. I went to a coin dealer this week. I own a lot of physical silver. So I went to a coin dealer this week, a guy that I went to about, I don't know, six, seven months ago. When I was there six or seven months ago, this guy had more silver. This guy had more gold in his place. The place was filled to the rim. I walked in there the other day. I go, hey, where's all your stuff? He goes, you ain't going to believe this. He goes, people have been coming in here buying silver and gold like crazy. Mm -hmm. I go, really? He goes, what, what can I do for you? I go, well, I've got a little silver I might want to sell. He said, do you need the money? I said, no. He said, then why are you selling it? He said, I'll tell you what, it's sitting at $26 spot. I'll pay you 10% over, bring it in. I said, what? He said, that's right. I'll pay you 10% over. He said, go down the street. And if a guy offers you 12% over, mm -hmm. I'll offer you 13. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but he also told me that JP Morgan bought $900 million worth of physical silver in the past month. Something's going on. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I'm telling you. I don't know if that's a true statement or not. Don't take that, folks, to 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 be true. But that's what a coin that's what a a coin dealer told me. I don't know if it's true. I know one thing: his place was emptied out pretty much, and he was mm -hmm. willing to pay me over spot. Who pays you more than what the what the value of something is? Something's going on. We'll see what happens. But, um. Yeah, I, I, I'm just seeing this big pent-up demand coming in for all of this. And yes, mm -hmm. I'm seeing pent-up demand for, and, the, and, and everything's following with it. All the commodities are going right, right along with it. If there's demand, there's going to be price increases. So, I mean, the TSA records the highest passenger screenings in nearly a year. What's that tell you? Huh? Uh, say that again, the security? TSA. Yeah. Yeah. Records yeah, but highest. All, but this is already built in. I, that's why I'm I'm not sure how much more all the uh, non-tech or this uh, travel boom stocks can run. I, I know everybody thinks there's still value there, like our, um, you know, bookings and right. you know, all that stuff. So I don't know. 
like I, it all got front run. You know that. The stocks went up way before the opening trade. They've yeah, been going up. yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're, yeah. we're always ahead. Yeah, uh, you're, the markets you're, are always ahead. But, always. you know, I would say that, months. yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is this fact that people are getting stimulus checks, uh, whatever it be, 1400 bucks, 700 bucks, whatever it is. Um, you know, I don't think that's the reason why institutions are front running uh, the stock market. I think that why would they not be front running it due to asset inflation? You know, the stimulus $1.9 trillion stimulus package, you know, 94% of it is um, not going to individuals. So, you know, there's all this pork. Yeah. Um, So I think asset inflation you know, I don't know what the Fed's doing. I'm not in this industry. I don't know if they're doing QE right this second. I have no idea. I, I, I from what I understand, the sentiment is that they kind of put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, but however, you know, a stimulus, a government uh, stimulus deal, and then you have another infrastructure rumor right under behind it. I don't know. Uh, when you add this up, you're looking at like $6 trillion. Somebody was saying, um, yes. That's going to be pumped into this market. So, I mean, pumped into the U.S. economy. So, I think this is just asset inflation, and that's what's going to run the market. And that's what someone would think is that the markets can run just based on asset inflation. You know, well, and I that's would, why silver, gold, Bitcoin those are yeah. good names. Those are good. Um, those are names all, to own. You know, in terms those of are actually inflation. things to own to hedge against inflation. Bitcoin is a hedge against inflation. Silver, gold, all hedges against inflation. I mean, people would argue Bitcoin isn't like a a hedge to inflation, but yes, it could be if it's a true store of value. Right. You know, people don't even know. I I, I think what I want to talk about real quick is before you start buying Bitcoin like crazy and Ethereum, you should really listen to the bulls and the bears and do your homework first. You should listen to Peter Schiff, then listen to Anthony Pomp. Pompliano, hear the bull in the bear case. And personally, you should probably meet in the middle there. You shouldn't be gone ho one way or the other. Shouldn't right. be a crazy bear. You shouldn't be a crazy bull. You know, they're probably both telling correct. They're probably giving you correct info on both ends. And then you kind of have to find that gray area or, or in the in-between and, make you know, your own mind. make up your own mind. And I made up my own mind with Bitcoin. You know, I don't completely feel comfortable having a lot of it but i think you can cost average a small amount in and that's what i decided to do after sure. hearing the very you know after hearing peter schiff discuss bitcoin and why this is a hoax and the same thing with tesla <laughs> you know uh <laughs> the twitter handle i think it's tesla charts he was on qtr research this week and he's pretty much saying like look autonomous driving is a hoax it's never going to happen and here's why and here's the data that backs up why autonomous driving is not going to happen uh to what you think it will to what tesla investors think it will uh and you know you have to hear the bear case before you, you know you have to do your homework and it's also hearing both sides of the story well, i'm That's hearing i'm, I'm hearing tesla is only a level 2 Exactly. Yeah, you did your homework. There a you level go. two beta, self-driving, using people as guinea pigs out there. Okay? And I agree with you on that as far as the self-driving thing is concerned. It'll it'll never be a level three or a five is what... Got to be a level five is. before you can actually call it 
Yeah. Hands yeah. off self-driving. And it's not even a level two yet. Or you're saying it is a level two now. It, that's it. Right. Maybe. So, I mean, hello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean no, there's, it, 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 it's, it's, that's, that's absolutely nuts. I, what do you want to sell? What do you get a self-driving car if you can't feel the wheel? As far as I'm concerned. Super Why? dangerous. I, I, yeah. I mean, what if you have an icy day? What are you going to do? Press a button that says this is an icy day. So icy day today. Drive press differently. Button, right. Drive differently. I don't believe in all that crap. I think that's all a bunch of crap. I like a car. If I'm going to drive an automobile, I'm going to drive it. And I want to feel the road. I want to feel the, the steering wheel. I want to feel the turns. I want to feel all that. If it's such a great car and it's got all that handling and all that ability, I want to be able to feel it. Yeah. Maybe if I'm taking a trip, and I'm going down a road and there's nothing in front of me and I can sit there and listen to the radio and maybe glance a little bit over here or glance mm -hmm. at the scenery here. But if I'm going up a mountain and I'm going in, you know, around turns and, mm -hmm. you know, roads that I'm not familiar with, go ahead, take your hands off the wheel. Go ahead. Hit a rock, whatever, have some guy, whatever. I'm, that's dangerous as far as I'm concerned. So that's just me. Call me old fuddy dud. I don't care. I don't care. I'm still here. I just don't believe you're right. I, I, I don't believe we're at that point. And I don't believe we're ever going to get to that point because there's mm -hmm. just too much out there. Yeah. What if we don't? So you have so what? 50% so of what? your portfolios in Tesla. And yeah. what if someone told you, Hey, I know you're, you're banking on, or I know you're a big fan of Tesla and you have done the fundamental like research. Wood. You have high conviction on Tesla. Yeah. It's, it's now because it's gotten so large, you haven't taken any profits. So it's 50% of your portfolio right now. What if I told you autonomous driving won't happen? And, and I wonder what they'd do. They probably still keep it. It's like a cult. Oh, yeah. It's a very, um, it's big cult. Elon Musk, Elon Musk so much as uh, farts and they, and they, they love it. They, they don't care. He's tweeting. I was seeing him tweeting out today. He's talking about. I heard him tweeting out today talking about uh, music. If you love mm -hmm. music real so much, go to your, go in your Tesla and turn up the, the volume to volume 11 and just mm -hmm. listen to the, the guy's crazy. And just listen to the music and listen how great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I got a Bose system in my car from 2013. Knocked the crap out of any Tesla. I swear mm -hmm. to God, mm -hmm. my stereo, my factory stereo system in my car is absolutely amazing. People yeah. have listened to it and said, man, I just bought this new 2020. He says, let me hear your, your, uh, you know, they got a Sony or whatever they got in there. I go, dude, my, my Bose system is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. So I go ahead. I was going to just talk about some stuff I was researching this weekend, mm -hmm. like on terms of safe investments. <clears throat> so ah, go ahead. something that's yielding four or 3% um, that you're going to reinvest the dividend over a long period of time. So maybe you get the stimulus check and, you know, you don't want to put your money in the stock market per se, uh, the U S stock market per se, because it's run so hard, you know, you want to maybe look at emerging markets. Well, instead of doing that, there's a ETF called freedom. Uh, I believe it's called uh, freedom 100 emerging mark uh, freedom 100 emerging markets. The ticker is FRDM. This isn't a stock pick or an ETF pick. 
it's just a suggestion if you want to look into something that doesn't have um that that only invests in demo- democracy quote democracy uh type of countries uh right. but you're buying individual stocks in the portfolio so it's an etf called freedom it does not have any chinese stocks does not have any um it does not have any communist stocks uh looks like it you pays know, a 1.56% dividend yield so the dividend yield's not going to be a lot you're buying an international emerging market etf that doesn't own china or doesn't own chinese stocks it doesn't own venezuela stocks it doesn't own russian stocks but it own, but it owns taiwan uh owns other emerging markets like probably chile uh brazil i'm sure it has poland in there so really uh countries that are really graded on a uh democratic system uh and that's why where the word freedom comes you know uh-huh. um so I thought, you know, I've been following Perth Toll forever. She's the creator of it. Um, and she's had this, she built this ETF uh, as a passion because she's from China. Um, and she came over here to the U.S. And she uh, worked really hard at putting this ETF together. So for me personally, you know, I'm passionate about not owning Chinese stocks because of the way they their government treats people. Um, so most of those companies are state-owned companies. And most of these ETFs, all all international ETFs, emerging markets ETFs, all these ETFs have Chinese stocks. So oh, yeah. you don't want to support dictatorships um, or communism. You can buy this ETF and, you know, I, I'm comfortable with, with their grading system and everything like that. So the ticker's freedom. Um, and then another thing is, you know, I own some uh, REITs and we always say, oh, REITs are bad. REITs are bad because of the pandemic. They're not coming back. Well, forget commercial REITs. There is just the Vanguard real real estate uh, ETF. And I know a lot of people talk schmack on this. It doesn't move. It's not volatile. But, you know, pretty much you could buy <laughs> VN, ticker VNQ. It's probably yielding three to four percent. Um, and I think that's a good bet because I like what they, even though it trades it's at like, a 52 I mean, week high right now at 9168, it's practically like a bond the way the volatile, this the volatility really moves. Good, this was a really good pick here, Colin. This yields 3.64%. Yeah. Now, it, wouldn't you want to have that part of the portfolio? Wouldn't you want to have that in your portfolio of growth stocks like my the only index fund i own is spy spy and qqq the nasdaq 100 so maybe i want something in here to compound for the next 10 years while all my other growth stocks are moving like crazy uh so it's always so important to diversify diversify now you could even do an international uh vanguard real estate etf and that is the ticker vnqi I've researched both all weekend. I've always knew these existed. A lot of people are bears on these ETFs because they they do move like bonds. They move like the TLT. Um, So just something to think about, you know, if you want to be, you know, look, I'm reading. I told you I was, I read the psychology of money by Morgan Hassel last week. I read, I'm reading snowball Warren Buffett's, um, what would you call it? It's called Warren Buffett and the business of life. So sometimes I get on these conservative kicks, you know, like where I'm thinking long-term value compounding. So, you know, I'll switch the, I'll switch the flip. I'll flip the switch and I'll go from 
instead of buying a bunch of DraftKings, I'll keep that, but I'll also move and diversify and go into something a little safer, you know? Very well, very excellently well researched. You know, uh, folks, Colin really is spot on here. I do like what you just ta talked about. This VNQ, it has American Tower at 7% holdings. American Tower is cell phones. It also has Crown Castle, another cell phone play. Probably we, the, yeah, it's probably yeah. a market cap way to index it uh, is. all the REITs in, the, in America. Uh, well, you're going well, to no, have... It's, it's, got, it's got ProLogic, which is freight. It's got uh, digital... Um, digital Realty, which I love. Yes, yeah. definitely. Public Storage. Simon I love property, public storage. Simon Property, which is commercial. That's, that's but the malls, right? That's the and malls. that's a hot and stock today. <laughs> yes, it know? is. And SBA Communications, which is another play on um, the uh, digital world. And Well Tower it does have a lot of cell phone stuff in here. But those are all real estate plays yes, because correct. you need real mm -hmm. estate in order to put up uh, cell towers and stuff. You're like never going to get rich on this. This if first of all, if you're not going to safe, it's a these are safe plays though. If you're not going to reinvest the dividend, then forget it. Don't even buy it. The whole right. point is to compound something that's yielding three to four percent. Correct. And hold it for five to ten, at least ten years. At ten least. years, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, and, and add more. It, it's not a sexy. This is not a sexy play, but it's an absolute very safe play. Yeah, especially after a pandemic, you know, oh, God, like yes. we went through a tough time for real estate right. and it bounced back like crazy or it is bouncing back. Um, right. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't, I, I wouldn't recommend, um, what a nice uh, you know, I don't point. think toll Brothers like toll brothers is technically quote real estate, but it's not a REIT. So is this a no. REIT ETF? So it's, it, it's definitely different. Um, you know, there are REIT, uh, net lease ETFs that you can buy. I personally don't own them, but you mm -hmm. know, this is the type of stuff that, you know, I'm a dork. So I'm looking at all this stuff all the time. Um, I, I think you're, and spot I think you on. just, really, you just want to diversify, you know? Yeah, you're right. I, I like both of these ETFs. I like this FRDM, this Elf, um, Architect Freedom, freedom 100 yeah. Emerging yeah. Markets. You got to do Absolute. your research, though. Like, look, the number one holding in Freedom is Taiwan, Taiwan Semiconductor. We've talked about it on the show so many right. times. Uh, well, that's because it's a market cap way to index, I'm guessing. And mm -hmm. Taiwan Semiconductor is a, a humongous, large, it's a yep. huge size of a stock. It's right. probably larger than NVIDIA. Um, if it were in the U.S., it would be one of the top eight largest stocks. Right. Okay. So Taiwan Semiconductor is a humongous, large company. Uh, that's why it's probably 20% of that ETF, I'm guessing. Right. So you have to be careful. You have to know what you buy. You have to do the research, print out the fact sheet, look it over, make sure you know what you're buying. But for, for international, I don't have the time to do research. So, right. you know, I, I'm only really focused on U.S. stocks. So instead of buying the emerging, mar emerging market ETF, I'd rather buy this one. I don't mm -hmm. want to support China. <laughs> I don't want to say oh, absolutely you know. not. China's China's, you know, <laughs> we'll do this in another show. We're getting ready to end here, folks. But China is definitely catching up fast. That's all I can tell you. They're catching up very yeah, fast. Yeah, the technology you know, they own, is is going fast. You know, they own they own quite a bit of our debt. Just remember that. Mm -hmm. Quite a bit of our debt. 40% of our debt is owned by foreign nationals. 40%. 
So it's a lot. Sooner or later, somebody's going to say, pay up. And I don't know how that's going to work out. And we'll just leave. We'll leave the table. <laughs> yeah, right. What are they going to do about it? Where the US? I don't know. We'll I don't know. Well, that's you know what I mean? wars start. That's no. how wars start. You Too know, bad. Whatever. It's no. going to happen. So, um, yeah, I'm a bullish kind of short term here. Uh, I don't know how directly that's going to happen when we do. If, if, if you see rates continue to rise as sharply as they have, I do think we'll get some type of a pullback. Um, but uh, I do, I do think the the market has front run some of the stimulus money. Um, if you're going to invest with some of your stimulus money, folks, you don't have to do it today. You can wait for a pullback. Don't, you know, put some of that money aside, throw it in a savings account, knowing that you'll pull it out maybe in the next couple of months or whatever, kind of wait for a pullback. Try not to buy it. Try to keep your hands off the highs really. And wait for a little bit of a pullback. That'd be my thinking. And some of these things that we just mentioned that Colin just brought up are very safe plays to take your $700, buy a few shares of it and just let it go. And remember, just put down there, invest, reinvest in that dividend play and let it compound. 100% spot on today. Colin, you are absolutely right. It is oh, the safest play you can be. It's nothing crazy. VNQ no, is a staple. It's been around for, yeah. Bog- I guess it's a bogle. Uh, yes, it is. Thing, I like know? it. I, I, I'm totally with it. But with that, folks, we're going to let you go. Um, keep your eyes on the wheel here. Um, don't let, you know, the market get you too crazy. It's, Are we going to do a podcast Sunday? I know you're out. You're traveling on vacation. No, not this coming Sunday, the following Sunday. So, But next Sunday, we, we can do one with Marco? Yes, absolutely. So we'll be on next Sunday. Okay. Yes, we'll be on next Sunday. And uh, the following Sunday, I'll, maybe we'll have to do it Monday or whatever. Sure. Anyways, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right.